I've been frightened before, but not like this. It's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The Medicare podcast for those who are three sheets to the wind. Would you like fries with that Medicare? Here is expert Doug Jones. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's another thrill-packed episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man uh, Progress? (laughs) Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast coming right at you. Randy enjoys it when I stumble over my words. How are you, ladies and gentlemen of the audience? It's wonderful to have you back with us again. I like to yank my own chain early in the uh, podcast episodes by talking about my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man. The 2023 edition is the one that's out right now, and that book will probably be the key to your understanding and mastery of Medicare, uh, and it will be probably the easiest and most palatable way for you to learn about Medicare. If you've got an encounter with Medicare coming up right now, I just spent part of today doing some uh, Medicare supplement quotes for a couple who uh, are moving from Texas to North Carolina, and uh, the husband is planning to leave his job in October. And I am quoting the cost of Medicare supplements ahead of time because he likes to plan ahead. And so you might have an encounter with Medicare coming up during the year 2024. I would suggest that you buy a copy of my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man, Uh, 2023 is going to help you. It's going to tell you 98% of what you need to know. Uh, If I don't have the 2024 book out by the time you need it, go ahead and buy the 2023 because it'll get you where you need to be. And uh, if you go to Amazon.com, you'll find four versions of the book. All of them have the same great Medicare information and knowledge that uh, you will be become immersed in very quickly. And uh, these books will make you a Medicare expert far and away earlier than you ever thought you would want to be. And that's because the knowledge within is so palatable, so easily understood that uh, Medicare is going to be a piece of cake for you. So go to Amazon.com or go to BarnesandNoble.com and uh, search for Medicare for the Lazy Man, and uh, you'll be able to... uh, Acquire all the Medicare knowledge in the world that anybody would ever want to have. Speaking of things that people would want to have, uh, Randy Carson is a guy I have for uh, many, many important functions, and he keeps the Medicare for the Lazy Man empire ticking like a clock. Hello, Randy. It's good to see you again. Is that a wind-up clock or is it a battery clock? I didn't. I didn't say it was an expensive clock. I didn't say the budget <laughs> could uh, support you know high-tech equipment. Remember them? Remember those great big old, uh, you know, red round alarm clocks. Oh with yeah, the, with the bells on the top and the little yep. clapper that went back and forth. Is it that kind of clock? Well, it's not that kind of clock. It's like one step. Can you take a baby step forward in in clock technology? <laughs> because it's it's still going to be fairly primitive and mechanical in nature, uh, not based on the number of. Um, molecule uh, vibrations in a given nanosecond that modern clocks are probably timed to. So it's going to be somewhere in between those. That's true. That's true. Well, you know something? 
I have something in front of me on my desk that oh really ha- has your name on it. Oh, oh, oh no, the last thing we talked about was your autopsy show. Is it possible that that's a TV uh, guide entry and my name is no, uh, coming up in no, an autopsy? No, no. Okay. No. All right. It's, it's, what might it be? It's the stupid law list. Oh, that's my favorite thing. I'm so it's, glad it, you found it. It's that. my favorite thing too, Doug. So I'm, well, I'm going to pull one up here. Please do. And uh, let's see, which one shall I hit you with today? Oh, I know. Let's do this one. I am going to give you a law from Massachusetts. Oh, boy. It's cold up there. I know. I know. That's a a snowy place to be this time of year. And the law is, I'm going to have to give you a bit of a hint. Please do. there's, There's no reason that you would have any clue as to what this is all about, but so I'll, I'll give you like 90% of the answer, but you're, you're going to have to. I have fallen on my face with every one of these, except for the one having to do with noodling in Oklahoma. Yeah, well, you were an expert on that. Yeah. All right. So Massachusetts, it is against the law to sell fewer than how many ducks before May 1st? <laughs> this, is, uh, this goes beyond the pale. I mean, I can't, this is like torture. I got to say a number and then, then try to relate it to ducks. Now, how many ducks are in a, a herd of ducks? Is it a herd, a flock, I guess, a flock, flock of ducks. A flock of ducks. So it's illegal to sell more or less than a certain number of ducks by May 1st. Which one is it more or less than? You cannot sell fewer than how many okay. ducks before May 1st. All right. What if you don't have any duck customers? How are you going to sell any ducks if, if uh, you don't have the proper clientele? Okay, I'm going to say three. No, you're <laughs> wrong. I could tell by the look on his face, Jones, you <laughs> moron. What's wrong with you? Come on. Give it a give it a real try. I'll give you? you one more guess. It's okay. double digits. It's double All right. digits. All right, 28. You're pretty darn close. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you four leeway. Okay, it's 24 okay. ducks. 24 cool. ducks. <laughs> it is illegal in Massachusetts to sell living baby chickens, uh-huh. ducklings, or other fowl under two months of age. However, if you run a business that sells these animals for commercial breeding purposes, such ducklings may be sold or purchased only in quantities of 24 or more before May 1st. This law goes ahead to warn people from selling living rabbits, chickens, Uh ducklings that have been dyed, colored, or otherwise treated so as to impart them as an artificial color for holidays. Well, I have a a holiday that I color all my animals for, and it comes in the middle of summer, so poo-poo on you, Massachusetts. I know. I know. Well, you better not be be doing it in um, Massachusetts. Well, as it turns out, the uh, animals seem to enjoy their little baths and the color, uh, the dye that I, I give them each year. I'm not going to tell you what kind of animals they are, but uh, I think I just uh, found a uh, an illegal activity that doesn't seem to do any any harm to anyone. No, and I don't know exactly why they decided this needed to be a law, but you know, somebody in Massachusetts, they were just laying around one afternoon, said, you know, we haven't passed any crazy laws lately today. Yeah. 
I think Massachusetts is one of these places where they think the more laws is better. You know, the, the more the merrier when it comes to passing laws. Yeah. Every time, every time I hear about a legislator who is supposed to be get getting down to doing the people's business, let's get to work. Let's pass more laws. That makes me sick. I think we need fewer laws rather than more laws. Oh, I, but I totally, just, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Well, you know something? Yeah. I'm, I want to use more of our 75 cents on the technical part of the show. So let's, let's do let's that. Let's go ahead and march it right on down forward. And I am going to mute myself out while you dig into the crux of Medicare supplement planning. Randy may remember that our last episode turned out to be a gut buster because we did a a Medicare quiz and it was a torture session for some of us because it's a, it's a difficult and complex subject. But uh, today we have a more, more um, benign subject that I think is probably lending itself to uh, more of a, uh, a time slot <laughs> a limitation that we can handle. And this is a list of nine of the most common Medicare mistakes and how to avoid them. I don't know where I found this article, but it was handed to me today by the content curator who thought it was a pretty good idea. <clears throat> so let me run through nine of the most common Medicare mistakes and how we might avoid them. Medicare mistakes can cost you money, and coverage. Here we break down the most common Medicare mistakes and how to avoid them. Although pushing our health care needs to the bottom of our uh, packed to-do list is easy, it's never a good idea, especially when making a mistake could cost you a lot of money. Whether it's missing the Medicare fall open enrollment period or not picking the health insurance plan best suited for your needs, some Medicare mistakes can be costly. So here we go with the list of nine mistakes. Number one is not signing up on time. The initial enrollment period for Medicare begins three months before the month that you turn 65, and it lasts until three months after your birth month. So if you fail to enroll for Medicare Part A or B during the initial enrollment period, you'll get another chance during the fall open enrollment period, which runs from October 15th to December 7th each year. Wrong. That is not true at all. I don't know why (laughs) nobody proofreads these things, but if you miss your 65th birthday enrollment period by waiting until three months after your birth month, then you will have another opportunity to enroll in original Medicare uh, starting January 1st of the following year. So January, February, and March are uh, the Medicare... uh, open enrollment period that um, allow you to enroll in Medicare. And uh, then, uh, you know, you will uh, may have to pay a late enrollment penalty if it's been long enough since your original 65th birth month. But this article is completely wrong with option uh, number one, not signing up on time. So number two, uh, they say, here's a mistake that you can avoid not enrolling in a standalone Medicare part D prescription drug plan with original Medicare. That so far is completely accurate. If you opt to enroll in original Medicare, you should also sign up for a Medicare Part D as in dog prescription drug plan, even if you don't use prescription medications. If you fail to enroll in a Part D prescription drug plan, and if you do not have other creditable 
prescription drug coverage, such as a plan offered by your employer or a plan through the Veterans Administration, for more than 62 days, if you go without a a drug plan for more than 62 days, you will pay a late enrollment penalty in the form of higher premiums for the entire time that you remain on Medicare if you decide to get a plan later on. So let's say that you're 70 years old and you don't take any prescription drugs. Well, you better still have a Part D prescription drug plan, a really inexpensive one, because if you decide afterwards, you know, maybe at age 75, that you have to now take expensive drugs and it's to your advantage to enroll in a Part D prescription drug plan, uh, you will have a lifetime late enrollment penalty unless you had that plan from the first time that you were eligible for that coverage. Uh, A Medigap policy, that's a Medicare supplement policy, helps to cover out-of-pocket expenses not covered by original Medicare, such as co-payments, deductibles, and co-insurance. Another good reason uh, to sign up as soon as possible. In most cases, new Medicare members only have a guaranteed coverage by a Medigap policy during the select period of time that your Medigap initial enrollment period. This is a little on the confusing side. Basically, What they're saying is if you don't enroll on time with your Medicare supplement coverage, which is a really smart thing to do, um, then you will have to answer medical questions about your history. You're going to have to prove evidence of good health uh, in order to be eligible to get a Medicare supplement policy if you miss your initial enrollment period. So number three, not signing up during a special enrollment period. Once you're over 65, if you retire or lose your coverage through your spouse, you can sign up for Medicare without penalty during a qualifying special enrollment period. However, you can only use the special enrollment period while still covered by you or your spouse's uh, insurance and for eight months after losing this coverage. A special enrollment period is also triggered if you move to a new address outside your current plan service area or if your move has allowed you new plan options. You'll be able to enroll in Medicare if you've just moved out of an institution, such as a skilled nursing facility, or if you've been released from jail. Maybe you uh, died your duckies before uh, May 1st in Massachusetts, and you were in jail for that reason. Uh, If you were previously eligible for both Medicaid and Medicare, but lost your Medicaid eligibility, you may also enter a special enrollment period. Number four, not understanding how Medicare coordinates with your current coverage. Now, that's a complicated thing, and I don't think anybody really understands it, except for Medicare pros that work for the federal government. But here we go. Let's read this description. Uh, Even if you're still working when you turn 65, it's essential to determine how your current health insurance and Medicare will coordinate. If you're over 65 and you or your spouse work at a business that employs more than 20 people, or if you're eligible for Medicare because of disability and work for a company that employs more than 100 people, your private health insurance will be your primary coverage, even if you also sign up for Medicare Part B. Medicare will only pay for services not covered by your private insurance plan, and with a base premium, of $174.70 per month for the year 2024, you could be spending a lot for a Part B plan that you rarely use. You could also have difficulty attaining a Medigap policy later on if you sign up for Part B while still covered by a private plan. 
Alternatively, you can delay signing up for Medicare until you're no longer covered by the employer's plan. That's what most people do. Uh, if you're working and you've got a, a decent medic, or excuse me, medical insurance plan paid for by your employer or paid for in part by your employer, then there's no need for you to sign up for Medicare at all until you know when you're going to retire. And then you can apply for Medicare to start the day after your uh, company insurance ends. If your workplace employs less than 20 employees, ooh, uh, less than 100 employees, then Medicare will be your primary insurer. And that's if you're uh, disabled and on Medicare because of your disability. Um, do, 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 do. Not knowing whether your employer's coverage is primary or secondary can cost you a lot of money. But here's why you have a um, uh, an HR department, a human resources department. Those people can tell you or the representatives for the insurance company that you're covered by on your job. They can tell you. So I'm saying you don't have to be an expert. You only have to know where to find the experts to ask the questions. Uh, number five, another mistake that one can make while uh, uh, enrolling in Medicare, not educating yourself on the differences between original Medicare and Medicare Advantage. While more providers are likely to accept original Medicare than Medicare Advantage, your out-of-pocket costs may be higher depending on your health care needs. Because there is no limit to the out-of-pocket expenses with original Medicare, many people enroll in a separate Medigap or Medicare supplement policy to help cover the medical costs that original Medicare doesn't pay. And because original Medicare does not cover prescription drug costs, you also may need to sign up for a standalone Part D prescription drug plan. You will pay a penalty if you do not have prescription drug coverage while on Medicare, and if you decide to enroll in a prescription drug plan later on. When you purchase a Medicare Advantage plan um, as an alternative to original Medicare, you still need to pay your Part B premium to cover doctors and other health care providers' services. For 2024, that premium is $174.70 per month. However, Medicare Advantage plans include some things like prescription medication coverage, and they usually provide benefits that might not be covered by original Medicare, such as dental and vision coverage. Often those coverages are, and this is Doug talking now, those coverages are often wanting. Sometimes they're good, but often they're not good, and they're they're going to, uh, you're going to find them skimpy uh, at best in many cases. So back to the article. In most states, you have a one-year trial period for Medicare Advantage. If you disenroll after the first year, you still have guaranteed issue rights to Medicare supplement. After this year, however, <clears throat> insurers do not have to grant you a Medicare uh, Medigap policy. If you decide to switch from Medicare Advantage to original Medicare, uh, insurers can consider your medical history when determining whether to provide coverage or your plan might uh, sub, uh, might cost substantially more than it would have if you had signed up earlier. Unlike original Medicare, Medicare Advantage plans have an out-of-pocket maximum. On the other hand, Medicare Advantage plans have a much more limited network of providers and may require you to get a referral from your primary care physician to see a specialist. The out-of-network um, maximums for Medicare Advantage plans can also be quite high and do not include costs for prescription drugs or services not covered by original Medicare. 
with uh, as routine physical exams and hearing aids, depending on how much health care you need, your costs could be lower with original Medicare and a Medicare supplement policy. Another mistake people make sometimes is not checking the insurer's formulary. If you get a Medicare Advantage plan that includes drug coverage, then you want to uh, make sure that their formulary includes all the drugs that you take. Now, if you get a Medicare supplement plan and you get a freestanding Part D prescription drug plan, and you talk to a person like me who checks your drug list against the government's database, you don't have to do any formulary checking because the prescription or the, excuse me, the computer process that I use uh, for checking on the uh, best Part D prescription drug plan will tell us which plan's formulary covers all of your drugs and which plan would be the cheapest at covering all of your drugs. So you only have to do the formulary checking if you're looking at a prescription uh, drug benefit that's part of a Medicare Advantage plan because it's you can't separate the two. If you're going to buy a Medicare Advantage plan that has prescription drug coverage, you cannot opt out of one and only take the other. You're stuck with both, and you're stuck with both for a whole year. If you don't choose carefully, you're going to find yourself to be disappointed. So I find people uh, are more satisfied with a Medicare supplement that helps with the expenses left by regular Medicare, and then they buy a separate freestanding Part D prescription drug plan. So here's a uh, another mistake that people make that this article has me uh, scratching my head about, signing up for automatic renewal. The convenience of having automatic renewal can come at a steep price in the case of health care coverage. Your Medicare Part D prescription drugs or Medicare Advantage plan will automatically renew every year on January 1st. However, these plans can change their benefits and formularies and might even change the total you'll pay in plan premiums and deductibles, co-payments and co-insurance from one year to the next. It is critically important that you take the time to review your plan's annual notice of change, which you will receive each September to ensure that the plan still meets your needs at the lowest possible cost. Well, <laughs> you don't sign up for automatic renewal, and that's not what this described. So the headline doesn't match the content, but it is true that you should, <clears throat> if you have a Medicare Advantage plan or a Part D prescription drug plan, it's a good idea to make sure that the plan will be useful for you and, and reasonably priced the following year. Uh, you don't have to do that with a Medicare supplement plan because the plan you buy is the plan they'll bury you with, and it will stay with you forever. But a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare uh, Part D prescription drug plan can change in the middle of the year and uh, become something that you didn't count on. So at the end of the year, when you have the opportunity to enroll in a new replacement plan, you might want to make sure that your current plan is still the one that you want uh, if not, you better exercise your right to enroll in a replacement plan before the uh, expiration of the what they call the AEP, the annual election period. Number eight, you, it's a mistake to not read the, the small print or the fine print on Medicare Advantage plans. Wow, that woke Randy up. If you've got a Medicare Advantage plan, 
it is important, or if you're considering one, it is important to read the fine print. Although advertisements might seem like you'll get a free gym membership, bathroom safety devices, and home meal deliveries following surgery, there are often a lot of strings attached. Randy's laughing. Yeah, sure. All that stuff comes right to your door. Joe um, Namath will take you to lunch in a bus. It, it, it's an old prison bus that they repurposed. Yeah, they paint, yeah. painted over the name of the prison. And the other thing I thought, I, I don't know if you even know this or not, Doug, but all the fine print with a Medicare disadvantage plan. Yes. It's it's chiseled on a grain of rice. You know how they do that? <laughs> well, I don't know. I assume it has something to do with a uh, uh, an electron microscope. Yes, yes, absolutely. So if you can find an electron microscope to read the small print for your Medicare disadvantage plan, God bless you. Oh, boy. Well, that is uh, indicative of the kind of disappointment that Medicare Advantage plan holders seem to suffer more often than they should. Not everyone. There are a lot of people that have those plans that are okay with them. The best time to have a Medicare Advantage plan is the time that you don't need it. Because if you find yourself uh, falling ill, having some dread disease, and you've got a Medicare Advantage plan, that's when they kick in with the cost. You pay if you get sick. You pay if you use the plan. You also might have something that would cause you never to be able to have a Medicare supplement plan again, because after you go for some period of time, you give up your right to uh, automatically get a Medicare supplement plan when you want it. You have to earn it through evidence of good health. So there are a lot of reasons why a Medicare Advantage plan could lead to disappointment for you. Anyway, so backing up to this uh, article about the the elements of Medicare Advantage uh, Medicare Advantage plans, although advertisements might make it seem like you're going to get, and I'm going to list these things again, Randy, don't laugh, uh, free gym membership, (laughs) uh, bathroom safety devices, and home meal delivery following surgery. Randy's going, sign me up for some of that. There are often a lot of strings attached to these perks. In fact, some plans make you pick one of the many extra benefits offered or require you to pay an additional plan premium or a large share of the benefits cost. And I'm going to read the elements that the uh, content curator did not highlight with her yellow highlighter. I'm reading on uh, into the um, the uh, uh dark abyss of this article it says uh, it interviewed somebody it says i like to think of those extra services as perks or frosting on the cake uh, and they're definitely attractive and offer more than original medicare offers but for instance it's probably a limited network for dental care in other words if you want dental insurance and it looks like it would offer you know five thousand dollars a year for dental benefits what if you have to only go to their dentist and they only have two dentists in town Well, they either may not be the best dentists available. They might be booked up six months in advance. Uh, You might find various reasons why that dental benefit is not as juicy as you think it should be. And then this person goes on to say it's probably a percentage of coverage. And sometimes those in-network providers for dentists come and go. In other words, the dentist or doctors in the networks that a Medicare Advantage plan has uh, can quit any old time they want to. But that's not true with Medicare supplement plans because there is no network. You can go see any doctor that's willing to accept Medicare uh, as payment. So this person goes on to say over-the-counter items might be limited to a certain list 
and to certain sizes of items. You have to understand exactly how you're going to get your gym membership. Is it any gym at all? Is it specific gyms? Is it a discount? Uh, This person recommends that potential members ask for details about the add-on benefits in order to get a clearer picture of what they look like. Uh, I would caution individuals that perhaps they might offer a grocery benefit or a gym membership, but their dental may not be up to snuff. In other words, they might have a cap on the total dental benefits, and it might be a pretty low cap, maybe for $1,000 or $1,500. Plus, he notes, the plans can change. So perhaps there might be a gym membership one year, and the next year they might not offer it. Uh, Humana just stopped offering gym memberships with their uh, Medicare supplement plan. So I don't have any plans in my portfolio that offer any kind of gym memberships at all. This is the kind of thing that they can change their mind on, and and uh, they're just not included in Medicare. They're always kind of an add-on benefit. Uh, so it is not wise to choose a health plan based on these added perks or other components that could be fleeting or not at all uh, the initial, uh, as they initially appeared to be. Instead, think about your long-term financial health goals when seeking a plan that you will hopefully be able to stick with for the long haul. And number nine, this is the ninth out of the nine elements or mistakes that one could make when uh, enrolling in Medicare. You, uh, it's a mistake to fall prey for flat to flashy advertisements. Don't fall prey to flashy advertisements. Regarding those commercials that most of us have seen, often featuring famous personalities selling Medicare Advantage plans, the advice is be wary. Unless a public service announcement comes on saying this is Medicare.gov, they, prospective measure uh, members, should really be careful about calling because a lot of people get sucked down the rabbit hole into changing their plans. The ads are not representing the government and Medicare. Medicare cannot do what they do in those TV ads. They cannot promote and say, uh, promote products and say, call us and get more money. By avoiding these all too common mistakes, you'll be better prepared to choose the best health care options for you when your time comes to sign up for Medicare. Boy, that is uh, so true. People that, uh, often have made an error or found that uh, their Medicare Advantage coverage wasn't what they wanted it to be, have been contacting me in greater numbers lately, and I've helped a bunch of them change from Medicare Advantage plans to Medicare supplement plans. But there are two things. First of all, it has to be the right time of the year for them to disenroll from the Medicare Advantage plan. Otherwise, they cannot have a Medicare supplement. So the end of the year, the uh, AEP from October 15th to December 7th, they have to have made the decision to cancel their Medicare Advantage plans before the uh, December 7th cutoff date, and that coverage will end on December 31st. And also, they have to show evidence of good health if they want to get a Medicare supplement plan. This is why I advise people over and over again to take a Medicare supplement plan early and uh, when you're still healthy and eligible, and don't wait too long because you could lose your right. And Randy, I'd hate to lose our audience, but it seems like we've kept them here long enough and uh, they're probably getting antsy. I know I would be if I had to listen to me talk that long. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I do. And I really do enjoy beating on the Medicare Advantage people. And they deserve Uh, it. Because they they are are so misleading. 
you know, you, you see one of these Medicare Advantage ads on television and, you know, they're waving the flag and they're all red, white and blue. And if you look down at the bottom of the, you know, so it implies that they are part of Medicare. They're not. That's okay? right. And the government's finally uh, coming down on them. They are uh, trying to hit them off at the pass before they lie to you too much. But first of all, they're a little too little too late. And secondly, they've cast a wide net. So a lot of the honest Medicare supplement salespeople get dragged into the uh, overreach of the federal government, and they make up all these stupid rules and stuff that people have to comply with. And it's uh, kind of unfortunate that they can't just hit the ones that are causing the problems. Well, at least we are at least past the, you know, and, and I'm not saying from your perspective, because you're always busy, but we're at least past the major piece of it, the, you know, the December to, or no, the October through December timeframe. Yeah, but it's going to come around again and more it, people will be victimized. And bottom line is the fact, you know, they, they put these ads on and have you ever heard of the term FUD? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to tell the audience about FUD again. Okay. You know what FUD stands for? It stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And you know what they how they do that, folks? They put these Medicare Advantage, uh, you know, ads on, and some some real honest looking, you know, person comes out there, and they go, "Are you getting everything you deserve?" That's right. I love that. I want to get everything I deserve. And so then, you know, oh, we got dental plans, we've got you know vision plans, and their version of a dental plan is a is a travel a travel tube, a toothpaste. And a little and a little tiny baby baby toothbrush. That's their version <laughs> of a dental plan. And the eye care is, you know, a piece a pair of sunglasses that you could get at the dime store. Yep. Sometimes they give you a three by five card and they say, Go find a chart and read the letters. That's right. That's- and if you can if you can see the card, you're good. Yep. There you go. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I don't know why people continue to fall for it. But as you said, Doug, the, the government is beginning, it yep. looks like, to wake up a little bit. They're starting to wake up a little bit, but they have a heavy hand. And they're dragging in the good guys with the bad guys in some respects. So I'm hoping that the, you know the, that my business will, sur- not, not that my business will survive, but will continue to prosper because honesty uh, is its own reward, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm guessing... Our 75 cents is gone. Oh, I thought we were going for a ride on the bus. (laughs) No, no. I'd only go on those if they could guarantee me that Joe Namath would come pick me up. Yeah, he's busy cashing his check. I'm sure he's standing in line at the bank. Yeah, he's he's not picking anybody up on a bus, let me tell you. So anyway, long story short is our 75 cents worth of time is gone. But before I sign off, as we always say, land the plane on 33. Oh, we're coming in on 33 right today. Oh, that's going to be confusing. I know. I know. Reach out to Doug. He loves to hear from you at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. He is a licensed agent nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. We've got a pretty cool website, if I do say so myself, medicareforthelazyman.com. And, you know, given the fact we're sliding in on the end of the year, find a place if you could, we'd appreciate it, to give us some reviews on the content that we produce. 
the podcast, the website, you know, the books, you name it, anything that we produce, it would be cool if you could find a way to drop a couple reviews for us. We'd appreciate it. And last but certainly not least, thank you for joining us. You could have been a hundred different places and you weren't. You were with us, and that's exactly where we want you. You have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy originally from Oklahoma. No more. He is up in the high ground behind Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress of solitude. And just for interesting information, you should know that the spiral staircases in his fortress always go to the right. Now, I want want somebody (laughs) to tell me, write in and tell Doug why that is. Yes, and I'm going to, uh, you know, since I know Randy well, I know what the answer is, but I'd like to see how many of the audience members know. That's and right. Frankly, I will also look forward to hearing from any of you about any other items you care to discuss. So uh, drop me a line, and otherwise, we'll look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.